Welcome back, beautiful people. It's another edition of the Fairly Odd Asians. It's episode one. Oh, fuck me. Wow. That was really... <laughs> it's episode... That was a train wreck. 130. 130. Wow. And it's Monday, May 23rd. We're in, a, we're in a very special mood today because we started the podcast, or we started right before we started recording. Um, we're just having a fun little Sunday afternoon bicker, so... <laughs> We're starting out really good. We're today. starting out really hot. It might be because we're exhausted and slightly hungover. Well, not hungover, just I'm not hungover. I'm exhausted. just exhausted from yeah. this past uh yesterday. It was a whirlwind of a weekend. It was. As well, Will might say and agree with. We me. might as well open with that. We don't I don't think we need to recap the whole event, but uh there were some kind of funny moments within the day. Also, shout out uh, Northeast for hosting this event. So we went to Art of World, Art of World, W H I R L, Art of World, uh, yesterday, and uh, I feel like my voice sounds so low today. Mine too. Hello, everybody. Oh, oh. how we doing? Okay. Um, we went to Art of World yesterday um, in Northeast, and uh, had never been. Had you? No, I truly had no expectations i didn't all i knew was, was that there was art and that was it so i was like oh okay it's gonna be some like makes sense in the name like hippie hipster type of event which kind of was yeah and uh we basically went to um have some adult beverages throughout the day mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. so we went with a group of friends and we started out at indeed brewing made our way to ba house and then ended at able Abel, mm-hmm. thank you. Um, great day, really fun. Um, I I know it's an art event, but I feel like that's about twenty percent of the whole thing. Yeah, I was, feel like it's just another reason for breweries to have outdoor events. Like yeah. every every brewery had most breweries and bars had like some sort of outdoor event. A lot of people had like live music, big stages. Things like that. It was just so funny to me because like the art that was being sold at this event in different studios and whatnot, it was expensive, which it I know was expensive AF. art typically good good art is expensive. Right. Whatever. But right. I'm like, this doesn't seem like the crowd that's gonna be purchasing a three thousand dollar painting. I'm sure there are some people who come and procure procure. They yeah pro- procure that sort of art. <laughs> But like, especially for us, we can't afford that shit. No, as Will it's, was saying. I will say also the art that was being sold was. Oh God! Extremely abstract. It it was it, very. It abstract, was like okay, yes. so okay. This is just my personal preference. I know that uh, everyone has personal preferences, but when it comes to like big paintings, I love seeing like very true to life, almost like realism type paintings. Those oh, are my favorite. Realist, huh? Those are my favorite. Uh, I I can appreciate the abstract colors and shapes and stuff of different paintings, but it's just not for me. I feel that. I like I could appreciate the colorful and fun abstract ones, but I felt <sighs> I don't know this maybe this is a very assholey thing to say and perhaps we're just not as um cultured cultured and <laughs> fine as some of these other people but some of these pieces of art where i look at it and i'm like 
I feel like I could literally do that. But you can't. Because I know. that's my that's toxic, part of the art. That's my toxic trait. I think but I But also, make art. I mean, it is so it is kinda like people think that they can take like pictures too. Well, it's just like I I remember, um, and not everyone can take good pictures. Just there saying, was like but, yeah. a funny video where, um, it someone was selling art, and it basically was a painted black canvas. Yeah, and that was like that was art. It. Yeah, there was one that was a, literally a white canvas that just had the word "okay." I actually liked that. That was funny, but it literally was like. $800. I know. I would never pay $800 for that, but it was funny. I will I like the wit. But here's the thing. It's like we are not in that realm because we're poor. And so and so you like have to have money to be able to um to be able to afford that kind of lifestyle. Yeah. And a lot of, and a lot of time those art pieces I feel like are investments. Daisy just did the face. Oh great. Did she pee on these? Oh my god! Shout out, Will. Well, we'll figure that out later. Great. Um, I don't smell anything. Do you? No. Okay. I mean, she was smelling my feet, so maybe it's my feet that smell bad. <laughs> that could so very well be. The it. face that we're talking about is like cats. We actually looked this up. So when cats smell and sniff different things, um, they'll sometimes like open their mouths to um, to and kind of look like they smell something really bad. But it's not oftentimes always a bad smell. It's it's to help them get more airflow to their uh, smelling sensors in their brain, right? Is that what it is? I think so. yeah, yeah. So they so they can um so they can properly assess the smell. Yeah. Um, but oftentimes when it's like cat pee or like they're smelling animals on us or things like that, they'll do that or like smelling my stinky feet. Your yeah, stinky feet. <laughs> Wait, let's see if Daisy will say anything. The pod, Daisy. She has nothing to say. She oh, just ran away. She just got so she got scared. scared. She's she's getting stage fright for the podcast. <laughs> um, oh, do you want to talk about um, the cuckoo kangaroos? Oh yeah. Okay. So <laughs> yesterday it was so fucking weird. At Ba House they had a huge stage. It was a massive stage. And if you've ever been to Ba House, they have a pretty large parking lot that they share with some other businesses. But um, they essentially. Um, made that whole parking lot like a outdoor venue kind of yeah um and they had a stage on one side and then some vendors on like the wrapping around the outsides um and the first band was really good the lady was uh really good at singing um but the second band was the cuckoo kangaroo uh and kangaroos or kangaroo i think it's kangaroos because there's two of them yep so uh essentially if you've never heard of these people if you're an elementary school teacher you've probably heard of these people um there's a website called go noodle which is a brain break website that is quite frequented by elementary school professionals and um these guys these two they're these two guys and they form the band the cuckoo kangaroo and it's essentially if you want to think about it like the wiggles <laughs> but more active and, and more like Kind of more like crazy funny, like, like making funny songs. Almost, or yeah. like pop. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really just their purpose is to get people, get kids moving, basically, essentially is what it is. Um, and they performed at like six o'clock at Ba House, which was weird. Um, but never thought about it before. I think Will or someone brought it up uh, that their initials 
uh, the cuckoo kangaroo are KKK and they're two white males. So not a great look there. Maybe they're secretly KKK members. Maybe. But these guys are from Minnesota, so that's probably why they were there. Um, But they're like two guys probably in their mid-30s who um, just love making kids music. Which I personally think is a little strange that... These two Yeah, but babe, men. if we could if we could make music and make a ton of money and travel around the country and they don't I mean they probably don't make a ton of money, but they probably do pretty well for themselves. That's true, but I I don't know. I feel like if I were to be an artist and famous, like a musician specifically, I feel like I would want my crowd to be people who like are kind of my age again i am saying you're going with the demand of what your product is so these guys probably started as a joke to make some money and it blew up and they're like well we might as well what if they didn't start as a joke and what if they like always from the get-go intended then that's a little chomo-y (laughs) that's what i'm saying a little bit that's what i'm saying and plus i don't know they're I mean, so do you think the Wiggles had a uh, a preference to uh, little kids? Oh God, this is just going down a very interesting. Did you watch hole. the Wiggles as a kid? I did. I watched the Wiggles as a kid and as a preteen. <laughs> okay, okay. I would, I would. I, that's probably something that you keep to yourself. What that you, you just asked. don't admit. Well, as a preteen, they were fun. I as don't a know. preteen, yeah, cool. Because like as a preteen. On summer mornings, um, just hanging out. I would get up decently early at like seven and I'll just be by myself watching TV. Oh yeah, I forgot. You went to a school that had casual Friday. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, okay, so, wait, 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 okay. no, 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 no. But I would I would wake up in the mornings, uh, feeling like P. Diddy. No. And I would turn You're on the so TV stupid. and there's there's only so many things on at that time of the day. It's okay. a weekday in the summer. Mm-hmm. And so there's like spongebob or the backyardigans oh backyardigans are freaking lit oh my god and then the wiggles and so i don't know it's just i was like okay i can vibe with this that's an interesting choice to watch as a preteen but it was that or freaking pbs whatever the hell was on pbs (sighs) interesting um but yeah so the cuckoo kangaroos were performing a ton of kids came out of nowhere, and there were just these parents with these kids at Bauhaus. House. It was packed. Yeah, there were so many people. It was a little terrifying to see. It was uh, interesting to have them perform at like six p.m. That was more of I felt like like an afternoon, an yeah. afternoon performance. Yeah, but I agree. Um, yeah, got the people in. Got a lot of drunk parents there. You know, um, yeah. A few takeaways from Art of World. Well, the first one, I, uh, I felt really, I had one of those embarrassing moments where you kind of say something and then you instantly want to take it back. Uh, <laughs> oh, <yeah>. so <laughs> oh. I was, um, I was very cold at Ba house and Adam was like, oh yeah, why don't you just go like buy a sweatshirt and, um, then you can like put it on under your long sleeve. I was like, oh, that's a good idea. Um, so I went to go buy his sweatshirt and I saw, I think Sarah had already bought one or something. And so I went to go buy one at a stand and I found a nice green sweatshirt. It actually is really cool. I like it. I'm glad I did get it. Uh, it was quite expensive, but, um, 
I had some money to blow. And the reason I had some money to blow was because uh, apparently I won $150 from my bowling league for being so the good. high handicap of the last week in the tournament. Uh, so I had some money to blow and I was like, all right, cool. So I already had like, I think a hundred some dollars of cash and I had a fanny pack on. And as I was paying for my sweatshirt, I started to pay cash and I was like, I, the sweatshirt was $49. So I laid out two twenties. I was like, Oh, I have some ones in a different pocket. So I went to the back pocket of the fanny pack and out of my wallet, took out some ones and they're like, oh, you got a lot of, uh, you got some cash reserves in that fanny pack. And I go, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I do. And then for some reason, I thought it was a great idea to be, to tell them that uh, it was my bowling money. So I said, yeah, I do. I, uh, I have all this cash because I, because uh, of, because of bowling. You're such an old and man. And I stopped at that. And instantly, as soon as I said that, I was like, you are such a fucking dumbass. Because the people were instantly like, oh, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm embarrassed for myself. A little embarrassed. But, um, yeah. Wow. That's all I could tell. I was, I was feeling it a little yesterday. I think we were all feeling we were. it, Mr. Yeah. Krabs. I wonder how Adam's doing today. He was pretty... uh ko'd last night yeah and it was rough shout out adam if you listen to this uh oh what oh let's let's follow up from last night uh post artwell arto world and we are hanging out with a friend group and uh we are just we were playing a game called who in the room and oh. <laughs> then adam was a sweet pea and made coffee for sleepy <laughs> me and aaron and also will and will goes oh can you add like some water in mine? And we were judging him pretty hard. But then what did Will say that was preposterous? He was like, it's just like an Americano. He said, he said Americanos are essentially just coffee and water. Yeah. <laughs> preposterous. Absolutely I'm sorry, Will. We're going to drag you on this. Absolutely preposterous. It, that was a wild take. And then Adam was defending him. Uh, and I, you know... Some people are just not as avid coffee drinkers, I think, as me and you. And uh, Will's a big Folgers guy. Oh, so okay. um, it, I think for Will, it's more of a necessity than mm. it is a enjoyment, an enjoyment and a lifestyle. Mm. Whereas for us, we are very we like our good coffee. We I, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like this. If you know, Will's big. I mean, we're probably more cultured than Will, so oh, it makes okay. sense. Like, yes. yeah. <laughs> But this is probably similar to how Will is big craft beer guy. Um, and I'm sure there's some nuances between the different craft beers that he would be very tuned to. That, that we like, would not. Yes. We'd be like, yeah, they all taste the same. Yeah. Probably. I will. But I would never put water in my beer <laughs> to water it down. That be- would you ever put a pickle in your beer? Yeah, I have. That's so weird. Not, not like an IPA, just like a light beer. It that- has to be like a cheap like Bud Light or something. Does it taste salty then? Um, not really. What's the point then? You get a little snack. Honestly, I, I'm not going to lie. The reason why I get, if I were to get like a pickle in my beer, it'd be to like, just get a little snack. That's so weird. And it, and it does taste good. Like it does taste good in the beer. So, but will to, to debate you on the pod, even though you're not here to defend your stance. Yeah, it's too bad. It's Maybe right. next week he can, but as a, no, we'll just keep him silenced. I it's didn't, fine. I didn't. <laughs> 
<laughs> I didn't want to say this and sound like such a know-it-all in, with around our friends, but me, former barista for several years, as someone who would make coffee and also make espresso drinks, right? Espresso, the beans, and it's just, a whole different kind of bean. It is, and it, it's just it has so much more caffeine, and it has such a like stronger, more bitter taste to and it. It's, it's it's more concentrated. It's brewed in a different way. Like you yeah. literally pack the grounds, whereas co- drip coffee is just you let them settle. Within. Yeah, yeah. You are literally forcing water through the espresso, whereas with coffee, you're kind of just letting it drip out. Yeah. So, sorry, Will. Sorry, Will. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I hope your watery coffee was good last night, Will. <laughs> <laughs> God, last night was so funny. I I found out a lot more about people than maybe I wanted to know. Yeah, like, uh, we're not gonna just whatever you're about to say, just don't say it because it's probably something that doesn't need to be said on the podcast. So that could just stay between us and our friends. So uh, shout out Will for having watery coffee. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, let's get into uh our next topic. So our world. Rate of, first of all, before we get into our next topic, rate Art of World out of 10. Not Art of World, Art of World. I would give it like a seven. Seven? Yep. I'd give it like an eight. It was fun. It was very fun. I... It was the people. Great food. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, Animales food truck. I ate so much. I had a slider from Red Cow, a 60-40, not 6-4, not 6-40, a 60-40 burger. I had Animales fried rice with pork shoulder. Uh, and then I had an Animali's burger with pork belly in it. Oh my God. I You ate hefty. I did. And I was feeling the effects this morning and last night. Oh, um, okay. But no, it was great. Um, Art of World was fun. I definitely will partake in future years. Yes, it was very fun. Yeah. Maybe one day I'll have a photography stand. Oh, that'd be fun. That'd be pretty sweet. And then I'll make fun of you for sell being some prints. bougie and unaffordable. I'll sell my prints for like $1,000. How's that? Kate like a like Bjorn. a eleven, <laughs> like a like an eight by twelve piece of paper print, oh. the size of a paper print. Okay. Um, okay. All right, let's get into our next topic. You went and had an appointment this week, and this is where the next topic came in. So I'll let you explain. Here's this. here's Megan's soapbox. So <clears throat> I had a gynecologist appointment at this clinic that my neighbor friend had referred to me because she'd been having some lady part problems that sounds similar to mine. So it's like, oh, I might, I should, I should go check it out. want to clarify? It's not like crazy, but it's like just pains. Just pains? Well, it's like, it's like the pains that you're having. Yes. I. It's not like, it's not like you're like dying. Dying or something. No. Yeah. I would, I, if I was dying, I would say I was dying, but uh, I yes, I, I've been having some pains in my lower right quadrant of my abdomen, and I don't know. Like our friend Irene has uh, kind of planted the seed of like maybe it could be endometriosis, which mm-hmm. actually sounds like a decent diagnosis because I've dealt with this for forever. Um, I used to have really heavy, heavy periods when I first started getting them. Wow, we're and, wow, okay. Well, okay, it's just blood. Uh, well, yeah. Um, so no, I went, I went to this specialty clinic in Maple Grove and here's my gripe. So I wore, and I'm setting the stage so that you can understand where I'm coming from. 
So it was a Wednesday morning. So I was like, well, I'm working from home today. I'm just going to, you know, put some sweats on. I have to wear a mask anyway. I'm not going to like look nice. And so just had a sweat or a crew neck on, some joggers, my Nike tennies. I get the, I go in there and then there's an information desk at the front of the uh, building. So I asked him like, oh, is the Oakdale Clinic? Uh, I'm like, hi, is the Oakdale Clinic on this floor? Like, could you direct me to it? And there's this old, like 70 year old lady who was working behind the desk. And she goes, oh, sorry, could you repeat that? And I was like, oh, yes, I have a appointment at the Oakdale Clinic. She's like, oh, the Oakdale OBGYN Clinic? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> So I was like, oh my God. Were there other clinics in that building or no? I mean, it was, so it's weird because the clinic is within a building that is, I think, North Memorial, like a hospital. Okay, that's a fair fair question that she asked. Well, there's only one Oakdale thing in there. Oh, okay, okay. So, yeah. And then as I'm walking away, I'm going upstairs to it. All of a sudden, I hear her greet someone else. And she goes, oh, good morning. How can I help you? And I was like, this bitch. (laughs) Is it the way I was dressed? Is it the way I look? Okay, that's super rude. Was she was she victim shaming you? Maybe, <laughs> or maybe she just was like, "Oh, some Asian hoe." I don't know. Oh wow. Okay. Well, All right. What one can only assume. And so then I walk my little booty up to the clinic, and then I go and check in, and the lady checking me in there, super nice. But then the nurse who checked me in and brought me back, got all my vitals, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. She. Uh, I have seen many nurses in my lifetime. She was one of the... I, okay. And I, I'm just going to say this. I, I am not being Oh, boy. What spicy. is about to come out of your no, mouth no, no, right no. I am. What is about to be said? I am not being hyperbolic about this, but she might have been like the worst nurse I've seen. Oh, I thought you were going to say something controversial. Oh, okay. no, no, no. Jesus. But like, she just... <laughs> oh she God. like had no bedside manner and just like zipped through all the questions of like oh how tall do you think you are oh like what what are you allergic to like oh, all no, business no, no. yes all very business. very all business and then just like zip through it it's like okay she'll be with you and i was like okay and so then she left and then i got all vulnerable and half naked and sat on the uh the table mm-hmm. and so then spread eagle ready to go yep yep and so then my doctor came in and she was nice she was nice but she and I know doctors are just objective people because that's their job, right? Is to be objective, but I don't know. Just like the way she was like asking me questions, and then you're like, "Oh, well, you know, could be this, blah blah blah." Like this is what we do. This is blah blah blah. But I know that the ultrasound lab is very busy today, so you're gonna have to go to the front desk to schedule. I was like, "Oh, okay," and it was just like very, um. It's it still felt very quick and very like just kind of breezing through like yeah. saying like kind of from a script almost. Okay. And so I was like, okay. I went to the specialty clinic. Like not really understanding, more of just like we're just going to get through this and then this is going to be over. Right. Like she asked me about my pain, she asked me about like when I feel it, all those happy jazz things. Yep. She, you know, did her little exam and uh whatnot but yeah i don't know i just was like a little peeved so your your thought is what my thought is i'm like well a couple thoughts one i have a thought that people who deal with patients or customers um 
who are like like obviously if you work at a mcdonald's like i don't give a shit but <laughs> if you work with if, if you're having customers who are paying for a specific type of experience something like that like you should provide more customer service or like bedside there manner. should be bedside manner right right and so i don't know maga megan is coming out to play today how is this maga <laughs> how how is this maga you dick <laughs> i'm just kidding i think you yeah that's fair um i think um yeah i think bedside isn't bedside manner like taught in med school i feel like it is we should ask Irene. I don't know. I would hope. Yeah, I think it's I think it's talked about. But um yeah, but you got to realize that like some people are just not social people. You know? It's just wild. Or just me. so you're just saying you're basically saying they just got to fake it till they make it. Yeah. I don't know. I just I was a little disappointed that the specialty clinic, like they're known for um these like health issues that women face. That are kind of hard to diagnose. That was a little dismissive of you. Of me? They were dismissive oh. of you. I was like, how was I dismissive? No, they the clinic it was dismissive of you. Yeah. But going back in a couple weeks, so I'll uh I'll let the listeners update, know. Update update us when you go back for your ultrasound. Yeah. It's gonna be figure great. out what's wrong with your body. Maybe there's like a second uh maybe there's like an alien in there. An alien? Yeah. It just reminds me, every time I think of an alien being inside of someone in Spaceballs, there's a scene where uh, the there's someone on the table, and they're like, oh, I got a really bad stomachache. It's this guy. And all of a sudden, this alien like rips out of their stomach. Ew. Have you ever seen Spaceballs? No. It's a funny movie. I mean, essentially- It's a satirical movie. Essentially, babies are kind of like little aliens inside you. Yeah, technically, babies are parasites. Yeah. Just sucking the life out of you. Kind of crazy. Do we want to get into the politics of the Republican Party quick? No. About the baby formula shortage? No. All I'm saying is that you can't support, uh, you can't be anti-abortion and then not help babies who are in need. So, shout out you, right wing. That was that was a good one. Yep, uh, that was a right. good one. Um, I got another thing on here. Oh, um, <laughs> I don't think we did this yesterday, but uh, Maggie and I were we have a very interesting way of communicating with each other. I feel like oh, <laughs> like we are very much like uh, we'll kind of say whatever we want to each other. We're like bros, you know. <laughs> I mean, kinda. Yeah, honestly. I mean, we kind of communicate with each other like two bros what a little that, bit. What does that say about you? What does you? it tell us about each other? Uh, I no. It t- it's like, I think it's a little telling more about you. What do you mean? That you, this is like your preferred woman to you be. Tell, you tell me I'm a little fruity? No, I'm not saying fruity. I'm saying like, <laughs> I don't know, you know, you know. Is, are you tell, is it like the whole when country guys like to... Uh, country guys like to have a woman who hunts and fishes just like them yeah that's right country that's girl right. shake it um, for me girl anyway uh we were talking the other night and we have we always like after one of us says a really bad joke a lot of the times we'll say oh my god you're so fucking stupid or like you're so fucking dumb. <laughs> or, like you're such an idiot <laughs> and uh 
we're I was just like kind of reflecting on that, and we do that in public sometimes with our friends, like when we're with a group of people and one of us says something kind of stupid, we'll be like, "Oh yeah. my god, you're so fucking stupid." <laughs> and I wonder, like, do people take that as like, are we, we're just mean to each other? But we're not. That's it's not the intent. It's more of like, I don't know, like a groaner. I don't know. A groaner? Like a joke that's bad. Like a dad joke. Like a groaner. Like, ah. Yeah, I, I don't know what this is about us. Are we just like aggressive people? We're just aggressive toward each is other. Is that how apparently. we show, is that our love language aggression? Aggression. <laughs> yeah, that's our, that's our love language is <laughs> just a, aggression. It's a dangerous love language to yeah, have. Yeah, yep. No, I think it's funny. I don't know. It works for us. Interesting. We'll have to be pretty, we'll have to be careful once, like, as we get older with that. Yeah, because then our kids are going to pick up on it. And yeah. then at school, they're going to be like, You're so fucking stupid. You're so dumb. <laughs> and then I'm like, what? What's wrong? Yeah, what's wrong with that? My parents say it to each other all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. No big deal. Um, Maybe I get it from my parents because... Um, okay, but when your parents say it, it's probably not the same as when we say it. No, because I think that they actually have some shit they need to work out that they haven't, but... <laughs> No comment. I'm so jealous. They're in Disney World right now. No, no, no. Wait, they're wait. at Disney World. No, right they're now? at Universal Studio. And that's such a weird thing. Your mom. I feel like your parents would hate being in a place like that. No, they love it. Really? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. What do they do? Do they even go on rides? Um, that's a good question. I don't know, but I'll, I I know. <laughs> What's for, the point of going to Universal Studios well, if you're not going to? I know rides? that they are going to the Harry Potter World at Universal. Your that's, parents like Harry Potter that much? They like it enough to want to go, and they're going with my aunt and then my aunt's boyfriend. Ooh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, my my mom was telling me that uh, they're going to Ollivander's, the wand shop. The wand shop? Are they going to buy their own wand? Their own, like, $150 wand? They. My mom had Did said- Did you ever get one of those as a kid? I had fake wands, but not, like, one that lit up and shit. Like, I had just, like, plastic ones. Oh. Yeah. You can buy like these wooden ones that are like hundreds of dollars. I almost did in high school. They're really pretty. They're cool, but it's like I'm not it's not a hundred dollars cool. Well, my parents apparently my aunt and her boyfriend had all decided that between the four of them, they're going to buy one wand. I don't know why that would make I love any how sense. They're like, yeah, we're gonna do this. This is this is the plan. <laughs> but we apparently can just, we can just mail it to each other. Uh- <laughs> We could like, get it for uh, half the year. The traveling wand. Oh my God. But apparently... Uh, That'll become the new tradition in your family. Oh, God. Well, apparently, though, when you buy these wands, the special ones that do special things, around the park, uh, there's like different interactions that you can have if you have yeah, yep, these wands. Yep. Yep. That's it. So I think that's why they want to do that. But but the interactions are so... It's just, it's just oh, hilarious. Oh, yeah, you've been there. Yeah, I have. It's just hilarious. Not to the actual Harry Potter world, though. There's like at Universal Studios, there's like a Harry Potter land, but then um, there's like actually a separate whole place where you take that you take a train to a different location, and there's like a bigger Harry Potter world. There's like a Diagon Alley in Universal Studios, but it's and you can get wands there and stuff. But it's like there's like a whole separate. Harry Potter world, but it's like an extra like 150 bucks. Dear God. It's like $200 to get into Universal and that's like 150 bucks to like get to the Harry Potter world or something like that. Oh my, I, like I understand 
kind of why <laughs> theme parks like that are so expensive. But at the same time, I don't understand why. They're I so don't understand why they're so expensive. It's it, I think it's demand. I think it's so that you don't just have eight million people running around there, even though you already do. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like the demand is already high enough. You just don't want nobody's in there. Wow. That's, that I'm just a... saying it's a very rich people thing to go to an amusement yeah, park. Yeah, that's true. It that's... is a very privileged it is a very privileged thing to go to a amusement park. This is true. Especially So are Disney? amusement parks racist? Oh. Mm, maybe. Maybe they're classist. Ah, yes. Which, you know, wasn't Honestly, it? it is. Yeah. I I sound so old. I was astounded how much it was when me and my uh, old coworkers went to Disneyland. Yeah. Can you imagine buying f- a whole for a whole family? <laughs> Fuck that. Well, and this is with inflation. My God. Damn. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure. I'm sure we're gonna hear all about the frivolities and frolicking around. I can't wait. Yeah. I think it's so funny. They're the. They are not who I would expect to want to go to Universal Studios, like as adults with no kids. <laughs> not their grandkids just like by themselves i think it's, it's a, a strange move i would dare to say that i think it's mostly my mom and my aunt who are the leading see that's weird to me i feel like your dad really would be, yeah i feel like your dad would be more on board with it than your mom i don't know i didn't know your mom was such a huge harry potter fan i she's, guess she's not but apparently I think she is well because they have uh i don't know if this is the time share or if this is just like carla's um condo thing that she rents all the time but i think probably it was just something that they did so they don't they don't have to just sit on the beach all the time which honestly i would be okay with but i know that my dad gets a little cranky when they just do beach days oh really oh yeah okay yeah this is why whenever we've done a beach vacation like we just have to go 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 especially yeah like with my whole family because heaven forbid you just lay on the beach which I know you don't like, but I enjoyed it in the Dominican. I was fine with it, so oh, yeah. I think I'm coming around on that. I think there's different types of vacations. There's there's ones meant for adventures, and then there's ones meant for relaxation. Yeah, I you, you know, know I like actually, when we went to Colorado, that was an adventure vacation. I had a small intrusive thought the other day when I was thinking about <clears throat> like traveling in Europe, but then our vacation in Punicana, I was like, God. That was so nice just to be lazy and that's it was. It was all great. you do. And all I you had, did was eat, sleep, and drink. I had a very scary thought of like, I could really see myself only doing vacations like this for the rest of my life and never trying to be adventurous and like fromp around Europe and Don't worry, I'll I'll push you to uh I'll push you to keep going at an adventurous place. But places. this is like a real fear I have. I'm like, oh my god, like the pandemic i feel like has just made me this inside hermit crab and no just let's let's rephrase that the pandemic has made that side of you blossom <laughs> you had it all along <laughs> it's it just, always it just, been in you <laughs> it just brought it out just brought it out in you at this point but it didn't and so like before i i mean i frumped around europe like i had a grand old time and now the i even thought about going to europe i'm like oh there's still COVID. Like, oh, there's people. There's so many people. Like, oh, it just all sounds so scary. What? Really? Yeah. Dead ass. I don't think I've ever told you this before. Interesting. I know. Yeah. I'm like, who have I become? You become a monster. You become an inside hermit crab. 
Yeah. Is what you become. And someone just needs to break my shell. Okay. I had hermit crabs back in the day. Uh, side note. I had, we had two hermit crabs named Robin Bake from the Robin Big Show. Did you ever watch that show? I've never even heard of that show. You've never heard of Robin Big? Oh, yeah. Did you guys have MTV as kids? No. That's probably why. On MTV, there's a show called Robin Big with Rob Deerdeck, who's a professional skateboarder, and Big Black, who was his uh, bodyguard. And it was a hilarious show because the two had like a really good dynamic. Uh, and they like joked around with each other. And um, it was basically kind of like all their adventures that they went on and all the shenanigans they got up to. Great wow. show. Wow. Great show. We should watch it sometime. Do you know who Rob Deerdick is? I know. Have you ever heard no of the clue. show? Um, what the fuck is it called? He came up with like this show where uh, basically it's like um, people like send in video. Like they watch internet clips and then react to it. What is it called? Hold on. This oh, is going to bother me. Oh, oh. Um, Chanel West Coast. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, I never figured out the wordle. Uh, what is it called? Rob Deer. Yeah, I remember my friends used to watch that in middle school. It's like wasted. Um, what the fuck is it called? It's gonna bother me. So Rob, uh, Rob and Big. Then he had Rob Deerdick's Fancy Factory. Ridiculousness. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, I do ridiculousness. Remember. So yeah, that's his show. Um, yeah, miss that, miss that lifestyle. Um, all right. I have one more topic. We kind of talked about this at, uh, breakfast today about our twenties. Oh, so, um, we were kind of talking and today and just kind of reflecting about how your twenties is such a weird time period. And I think this will be a good, um, a good, legacy not legacy piece but like a good place for us to talk about this now and then if we continue this podcast like we could maybe refer back to this at some point okay because okay so here's the basis of the story so um we were kind of discussing like your 20s is such a weird time because it's in your early 20s you are living with your best friends usually and with little to no responsibility and then you graduate college and then all of that like leaves. Right. And so you're like, okay, well I need to go make some money. I need to make a name for myself. And then you start, uh, you start your career. And I would say that most people in their twenties are not super happy with the career that they're in. They're not satisfied. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, it, it's a weird time where it's like you want to be not free, but you want to have freedom and you want to be independent and um, you want to continue to be successful in your career and like build yourself up. But I would say I, how many, what percentage of people do you think are like not satisfied with their career in their twenties? Well, you just said you thought most. So I would say, I'd say it's probably around 75%. Wow. I would I would maybe go a little bit lower. Lower? Yeah, I would okay. say maybe like 50%. Okay. Yeah. But even still, like um people aren't like necessarily satisfied with where they're at or their career and it's a time when it's like oh, well, you have all this pressure almost to like 
make your life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because you you are told like you need to be independent in your 20s. You need to like uh like find yourself, become who you are. But then at the same time, it's like it's a period where people on the outside, if they give themselves like their 20 year self advice, they're like, oh, take that risk, like like make that jump, yeah, do this thing. Like, because you, you don't have very many responsibilities in your 20s. And I feel that right now. Are you wanting to take the leap? Well, wait, what kind of leap? Well, you just said, like, you're feeling that. Yeah, I want, because I, I, obviously, I've made it known on this podcast. I've talked pretty extensively about it, that teaching is something that I can't see myself doing very long term anymore. Um... And yeah, it's kind of just a weird, like, I know I, I need to like, if I'm going to make a change, like now is better than when I'm 35 and have kids, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, I, I think the other <clears throat> thing is that I feel like in general, people always feel this need to like do more and do better. Right. And there's always like the next big thing. Right. And it's exhausting. It is. And I hate that. And that is literally why I'm like, hashtag stay at home mom. Like there is actually something to like being in a stable career and not, I feel like, I feel like people need to be okay with not progressing. If they, if they are content with their job, I feel like you should be fine. Like, like you should be okay with like kind of having a routine and cause we're in so much of like hustle culture yeah yeah like you got to be doing the next bigger better thing you could always be doing more like there i'm sure there are people yeah maybe it is more 50 50 because i'm sure there are people who are they make good money in their 20s like they're comfortable where they're at like obviously they want to be higher up in the company but they got to like take their licks and uh licks like they gotta like they gotta like dig in the dirt a little bit they gotta lick some people yeah, they got to lick some people to, to make it. <laughs> I mean, depending on what industry <laughs> oh, you're in, could okay. be. Right. Uh, if you're in entertainment, maybe. But oh, okay. um, All right. that's neither here nor there. Um, but like, yeah, it's it's a time where you, uh, some people I'm sure are content. And I think that's fine. I think that should be normalized. Like we don't always need to be doing the next bigger and better thing. If you like your career. I'm in the boat because I feel like you're kind of in that boat. In a sense, like you like what you do. I I do like what I do, but I do, do. I do feel an immense pressure because like, I, I don't know. It's, it's just advertising, I think is a bit more of a competitive field. And I feel this pressure to like constantly just be working towards like the next promotion. Right. Right. Being better than other people. Right. Which, you know, like... Be it has, better. I, I need to be better than other people. Well, it has a time and its place every day in my life. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I don't... It's, it is a little exhausting because then, like, the moment you do fuck up or do something that, like, disappoints people or, like, wasn't what people wanted, you, like, just feel this huge... I don't know. Just, like, oh, my God. I just right. let people down and I just, like, feel so bad about myself and... But, it, yeah... I know that. Yeah. But at like the same time, like if you like your career and you like what you do, it seems like you have, you, you have a lot of time in your life. Yeah. But then at the same time, if it's like, it's kind of the opposite then, like I'm thinking, because when it's like 
you don't like your career like myself uh it's like you got to get out as fast as possible and you have no time yeah you know what i'm saying it's weird it's it's a weird time people in your 20s well i think it's something that i have been pondering about is finding things outside of work that bring you joy and um someone i work with said a very wise thing one time of your life should be your whole time job and your job should just be like your job you know yeah like it should be your like work is a part-time job life right. is your full-time job right and that's wow. so insightful i know i know did that, that blow your mind it, it did it spoke to me because um it's been my gal pal or like one of my gal pals who was in this group chat she and i are just both i think very similar work horses and we just like always feel this pressure to do more yeah. and like work super hard but which you know is good if you want to work hard and do that like that's great worth that good work wow work ethic with work ethic but gotta save your brain gotta save your anxiety for things that and that's why i'm like i cannot do this teaching gig for much longer because i feel like i come home and i'm a potato yeah i know yeah and then i'm in bad moods or my culver's mood we're just gonna call it the culver's mood i think so the culver's mood (laughs) Yes. Did we talk about that on the podcast at all? I think so, but uh, if not, um, yeah, Aaron just one day came home and he was in a mood. It and... wasn't like, I wasn't like crabby. I wasn't like... Okay. Okay, maybe it was a little crabby, but it was like very like, I'm just blah. I'm just uh, existing. I don't know if it was that. You were like, just the <laughs> little things where you'd be like, God damn it. Okay. All right. Maybe it was like I was overwhelmed and it was I was getting set off by every little thing that happened. Yes. Not at Megan. No. It was just like just in general, yeah. just random little things. Yep. I try not to take it out on you. Sometimes I do. Yes, I'm aware. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I'm aware. I know. <laughs> hey, you take it out on me sometimes too. So it get, I never it, do. It's a two-way street. I never, I never do. I okay. never take it. This okay. is this is a lonely road you're walking by yourself. Okay. Buddy. Um, all right. Let's wrap this podcast up. Uh any last thoughts for listeners on their twenties? What what advice would you give? Uh, what what do you want to tell future self, Megan? I want to tell future self, Megan, to just do things that make you happy Keep and not the chill. and not other people happy. True, I like that. I'm going to tell myself the same thing and we're going to listen back to this and be like, "Whoa, our lives are fucked up now." So <laughs> crazy. Yeah, when we have we two have and a half kids and two and a half. <laughs> the fuck? What does that mean? <laughs> want to elaborate on that? I just wanted to test to see if you were listening. Oh, I'm listening. <laughs> two and a half? Fine, two and three quarters. Okay. Two and three quarters of a kid. Yep. Um, all right. Does that mean like one of our kids like doesn't is like missing a leg or an arm or something? No, I just <laughs> I, I think of like two and three quarters as like they're kind of a human being, but like not fully yet. Oh, you're saying we're gonna have three kids? <sighs> just kidding. One one and three fourths. Okay. I was gonna this say. planet does not need more children. <sighs> they might need more you and me though. Because we're just God's gift to this earth. We're just such influencers exactly spreading the gospel of foination <laughs> all right uh thanks everyone for listening follow us on all the social medias 
Next week, um, just a heads up, is Memorial Day weekend. Um, thank you for your service, everyone who is in the Army and Armed Forces. Uh, but so next weekend, we will uh, not have a new episode on Monday, but we'll have a new episode on Tuesday. We'll be in the great city of Alexandria. We'll be in the great city of Alexandria where there's tons to do. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, might have a guest, special guest on next week. Um, we will see if we can organize that. But um, thanks so much for listening. Follow us on our social medias. And as always, we... Lerb. You. Early. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Yeah.